Dominic Carter, Talk Radio 77 WABC. When you stop at, let's say, Canal Street in Manhattan and think you are getting such a wonderful deal on a purse, CD, DVD, designer item, a watch, do you ever stop and consider the flip side, that it's counterfeit merchandise that is going to fund possibly very bad things? Paul DiGiacomo is the president of the New York Detectives Endowment Association, representing 5,000 active and 13,000 retired detectives. Mr. President, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Dominic. Let's be honest about it here. Most people look at things like, what's in it for me? And all they know is that they are saving money when they go get these discount items on the street or if they're directed into a van somewhere, why should the public care about counterfeit merchandise being sold? Well, the picture is much bigger than the counterfeit bag. Uh, there is a lot of criminal activity uh, that goes along with trademark infringement, and it's funding uh, certain syndicates that uh, fund terrorist activity uh, and fund um, the narcotics trade as well and the heroin trade. And uh, it stops the economic machine in New York City on our recovery efforts for the real stores that are out there uh, trying to sell the legitimate handbags and jeans and wristwatches. And um, that's going to be a major problem moving forward to recover and get back on our feet here in New York City. So, Mr. President, you're telling me that there is the possibility of an organized crime threat here? Not that there's a possibility, that there, in fact, is an organized crime threat. Wow. Wow. And so, if you will, Mr. President, how does this scam work? Well, it works like any other organized crime uh, syndicate, uh, Dominic. Uh, you have spots throughout Manhattan and throughout the city of New York in which the vendors are assigned. Uh, they sell the fake merchandise uh, under false pretense that it's a real uh, pocketbook. And, uh, and then they meet at a certain location and they get paid and they funnel the money up uh, just like any other organized crime group here in the city. And so the, you, the, there's a, a real track of start to finish where, where the NYPD and law enforcement throughout the world have been able to locate this and identify this? 100%, 100%, Dominic. But the problem now is because of the defunding mechanism here in New York City and because of the mayor that's currently in office, uh, the teams that were out there uh, policing these illegal vendors and illegal counterfeiters uh, was disbanded. So they're pretty much uh, running rampant throughout the whole city and it's not fair to the law-abiding businesses that pay big money to sell the real product. And so the real companies, Mr. President, that you just referred to, they are losing major revenue. And does that uh, down the road boomerang, if you will, back to, to the customer? Well, it boomerangs back to the customer because it's not a quality product. Um, you're not getting a quality product as if you were buying in the real store and uh, the people don't realize it. And at the same time, again, you're funding the narcotics trade, you're funding counterterrorism, and you're funding um, the uh, counter, counter um, 
trademark infringement as well. How can uh, we money laundering as well? Wow. We are talking to the president of the Detectives Endowment Association. How can members of the public tell from legitimate people selling items uh, out on the street and those that are up to no good selling counterfeit items? Well, Fendi is not selling uh, bags on the streets. That I <laughs> <laughs> so you would have to go to a legitimate store and, uh, and, and buy the product at, at a leg legitimate store such as Macy's or, uh, or Fendi itself or Fifth Avenue. And this has become um, a big problem for the city of New York because not only do they go out there and sell these counterfeit products, but they also fight over the territory, just like drug dealers fight over, over territories. Some locations are better than others, and they want those locations to bring in the most money that they could funnel back to their criminal enterprise. And so we've sort of witnessed this in the last couple of months. You said that they fight over the territory. That's exactly what happened in Times Square as it relates to uh, reportedly the, uh, the CD sellers and, and uh, one pulled out a gun and innocent people were shot. So is that exactly what you're talking about, Mr. President? That's correct, sir. It seems like a low-level, menial crime. But if you look at the big picture, it is not. Uh, because, again, you're funding... Uh, an organized crime group, and uh, there are guns out on the street, and they are being used at these locations to secure their spots with no consequences after the guns are used. And that's another whole discussion of problem in itself. Well, you know, Mr. Giacomo, uh, as the president of the uh, Detectives Union, I do want to ask you this because I would be remiss if I did not ask you this question. You represent a lot of active uh, detectives in the city of New York. I am not a supporter of defund the police. From day one, I didn't support it. I feel that it's counterproductive, and it's a major reason why crime is going up. I strongly feel that we must support our police officers. So here's my question. How tough is it being a police officer, a detective, these days? Well, it's very difficult, Dominic, in that shootings are up, homicides are up, up. And we're down in the rank of detective. Uh, we need more detectives to investigate these crimes. There's more investigative steps to take to investigate these crimes, the shootings, um, the homicides, the sex crimes are on a, uh, on a rise. And um, innocent people throughout the city are being shot. Uh, anywhere from one-year-old to 76-year-old people are being shot by stray bullets. And I think that's very sad. And I blame it on our government officials. You know, I, I blame it on the governor. I blame it on the Senate. I blame it on the assembly. This bill that they've enacted, this bail reform bill that they've enacted is not working. It needs to be fixed. You need to give judges the ability to keep violent criminals in jail. And they don't have that ability right now. And if, they, if it continues to go on the way it's going, I predicted 1,000 people will be shot by January 1. And we're on track to do that. Wow. It's very, very sad. How would you, in conclusion, Mr. President, how would you describe the morale of your detectives given the political environment that they're forced to operate in day in, day well, out? Well, it's a very difficult uh, time to operate as detectives. But you know something, Dominic? 
they go out and they do their job. They do it with professionalism. They do it with expertise. And they do it to bring comfort and closing to some of these families. Our detectives in Brooklyn North, uh, a whole, whole family was executed, except for one child was put into a closet, into a closet in, uh, in Brooklyn North. Uh, the detectives working that case raised money and sent that child and her cousins uh, to Disneyland uh, to bring some, some happiness in her life. And uh, these are things that are being done by our detectives every day. And uh, they do an amazing job at a very difficult time. And they, that's why they're the greatest detectives in the world. Absolutely, Mr. President. I ditto that. The greatest detectives in the world, the greatest police force in the world. You just touched my heart describing how your detectives uh, came up with the money to send this child, I think you just said, to Disneyland. That is amazing. That is the type of story that must get out. Defund the police, defund the police, all that nonsense. The story you just said to me, Mr. President, that's what must get out to the public. The outstanding job that police do day in and day out. I thank you so much for your time. Oh, it's our pleasure and thank you, Dominic. Thank you very much, President Giacomo, the president of the Detectives Endowment Association, representing 5,000 active New York City detectives and 13,000 retired detectives. Folks, you can catch my WABC podcast here and also join me on the radio weeknights, Monday through Friday, midnight to 1 a.m. on Talk Radio 77 WABC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.